there was an idea to bring together a duo of recyclable people to see if we could become something more so that when we needed to, we could create the podcast that we otherwise never could. No one asked for it. No one knew they needed it. But now you have it. Black Culture Geeks. Welcome everyone to the Black Culture Geeks podcast. This is my man SBJ. And I am Tombstone the Dead Man. And we are just a couple of geeks talking about pop culture from a black perspective. Facts. Facts indeed. So I actually do have a question for you. Uh, mm -hmm. What was your week like? Yo, I feel woefully unprepared. Um, cause I about didn't, your week? Because I didn't write anything down about my week. So I have some. I, I have a couple of things. So if you need to take some time. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go first. All right. So this week has been an adventure in trying to find adequate places ah, yeah. to shoot vlogs. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, we talked about this before, but everybody, I moved. I'm no longer in the old uh, area, the russet area. I'm now in College Park. Living in College Park comes with different challenges. 40 That's miles away. 40 miles away. For, Hush. For, okay. Took us 25 minutes to get into Baltimore. That I don't believe you. Look, so, so, like, around here, there is a park that's within walking distance. Mm -hmm. So, I, I use that to kill two birds with one stone if I go outside the vlog, right? Get the walk out the way, get some walking in, and I find in the places that I need to go at, had the best backdrops or cool backdrops for vlogging, right? Thanks. One of the reasons I have not, it's one of the reasons why I have not shot a vlog in a while is because- It's been dumb yo, hot. It's, yo, it's crazy. The, the heat, and I like, <laughs> look, I, I told everybody from jump, I don't care about it being hot. I really don't because as long as I can look out my window and see shit blooming and blue skies and sunlight, I'm cool. Yeah, it might but, feel but ugly that's, out there. But that's from inside the comfort of your air conditioning That's from home. inside the comfort of my, uh, right. <laughs> So if I had to uh, choose, like if I had to choose between extremely cold weather that keeps you in the house or hot weather that keeps you in the house, right. I'll take hot because right. I can look out the window, see some some shit that makes me feel better. Right? That's a fact. But it's it's not good vlogging weather. <laughs> it's prohibitive, yo. One, you sweating like crazy. Man. You feel me on camera sweating? It's oh, a mess. that's not a good look. It's a mess. You know what I'm saying? So, but. I went around there to that area that, you know, I was like, eh, I mean, it's, I guess, but that's the whole area. They might as well rename that park, I guess. Because that's how I felt the whole time I was over there. Like, I guess. Like, this might be. But that, but, but it doesn't really inspire me to, to record like that. You right, know what I mean? right. So I did record a little something, but I went home and looked at it. It was like, meh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, as it turns out, Continuing my search, I did happen to find two other parks that are not that far from where I live. One of them is on a lake. Mm. Nice size lake, too. Mm -hmm. So the new goal, of course, is to get my monkey ass over there with my cameras and shit, explore the area, 
Yeah. And are they are they trees? Are they trees? They're trees. All right, then you can just you can just swing. Uh, who uh, you know? This is the problem right here. See, this is why we can't have nice things. What right here? This is why what? black culture geeks cannot you just have said nice things. You want to get your monkey ass down? Yeah, <laughs> go get a swing. Like I don't understand this guy. This guy. I'm wrong. Is completely. Listen, I'm a gorilla, not a monkey. Okay, all right. It's a enough. difference. Without swinging from no damn trees. All right, my bad. So I'll, I'm going to get myself over there. And, um, you got some gloves for some your point. knuckles so they don't scrape the <laughs> I don't need those gloves because okay. the further the further acts as a barrier. Okay, all right. Just make sure you're okay. I'm, I'm straight. All right, gotcha, straight. gotcha. So I did find the lake. I want to go over there. Actually, we should go over there at some point Bet. just to be look for different spots. For um, It seems like it's a lot of cool spots from what I saw online. That'd be great for photography, getting taking a model up there and shooting or whatever. So that's something we might want to consider doing. Yeah. Um uh the other thing I, I had to do, I had to go uh fill out paperwork for um it's the it's the last bit of paperwork that needed to be signed to close out my grandmother's estate. Word. Uh we go down to my sister's house in, in Baltimore <clears throat> and that's when my uncle came over with the paperwork and stuff. And just, you know, talking to him, it's like he really wanted to get this shit behind him. Yeah, I can imagine. Because it's just so much stress. Yeah. Uh, dealing with, um, you know, it's already bad enough his mom's passed. Right. And in the way she passed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then these, these institutions that deal with debt and shit like that, <clears throat> they don't got no love for you. Nah, right? they don't care. They, they don't care about what you're going through. They, they want their fucking money. And for some reason in this country, they have it so that if a loved one dies, whoever the people are that still remains, depending on uh, their position as far as whether or not they have any control over the finances, they have to pay their debts. Yeah. So even in death, you may escape your, your debts in death, but... Your family members still gotta gotta deal with that shit. Yep. And deal with it at a time when they are the least equipped to handle it emotionally. Facts. You know, my uncle didn't have five heart attacks since then. Um, like, and he looked well, look, he's 72. Right. All right. So he he looked weaker than I'm used to seeing. Him, right, you know what I'm saying? right. Some of that is, of course, because of age, but it's because of shit, you know, dealing with that shit and just talking to him. I could tell just by the way he was talking about it. They keep calling. And let me say something. My uncle, just so y'all get this straight, my uncle was not destitute. Right. All right. My uncle, he got money. Right, right, right. Now, he don't got money, 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 <laughs> but he got money, money. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. So if he's complaining about all of this, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. So uh, we filled the paperwork out. I spent a little bit of time with some of my um, one of my nieces and one of my nephews over there. The rest of them went over there, um, and talked to my sister for a minute. And she said that we have to come into. She wants to come up here to see the new house when it's ready. And she told us we need to be coming back and forth. Into Baltimore. 
So what me and my wife decided to do is every so often we'll slide through and just do the whole tour. That makes sense. My mom's house, my sister's house, and my uncle George's house, and then we out. Right, you know right, right. That makes you know sense. I mean, so that's that's probably what we're gonna be doing. But yeah, that also. Oh yeah, that one one of the things is they're selling the house because after the house burnt down, um, my uncle got it rebuilt. He used a lot of the insurance money to get it rebuilt. Right. And my um, cousin, Brett, was living there. So, uh, Brett was living there before. It's just that he was at work when the fire happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, he wants to get up out of there. And yeah, I can say that I blame him. Yeah. You know, I guess yeah. he thought, you know, I'm going to live a little there, whatever. But I guess it's just too much. Because even though the house, from what they tell me, because I can't bring myself to go in there. Right. Um. The house looks completely different mm-hmm. than it did before the fire. But even with that, you know, it's the same corner, same, the same block. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess he don't want to stay there. So, the moment he is ready to move, um, the house is going up for sale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that was pretty much my week. All right. Um, <clears throat> I remembered and forgot. <laughs> um no um so I went shooting a couple times um one with who'd you kill um Shafro um, oh damn I thought he was your man I love Shafro he had to go so why you shoot him it was his time um no. <laughs> obviously ladies and gentlemen I'm not t- I'm not <laughs> admitting <laughs> to first degree murder <laughs> on the podcast um no uh. We went out to this park that he works at. Cromwell? Yeah, Cromwell something. I want to get out there. Yo, yo. That shit look It's dope, best. Yo. Wow. That's the the best work. Because I still, I didn't see all of it. Because I, I wasn't out there that long. Um, right. it, also, it happened to be the hottest day of the summer. Right. Um, the hottest day <laughs> right. of the year so far. So, yeah, I didn't stay out there long. Plus, uh had other stuff to do but yeah that right. shit is vast that's the best word that i can use i Man. only went to a small part of it and i was like yo this crazy is... matter of fact that that pit never mind that's not going to be helpful it's an audio show they're not going to understand what i'm talking about right um anyway so <laughs> when i went out did that almost died because due to heat uh came back um Oh, we also did uh, this uh, party last night. Oh, yeah, the party on uh, Friday. Now, now, before you even say anything about that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just got to ask one question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nigga, did you get some crab legs? No, they didn't do. They did regular crabs. And, you know, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I I don't really. I would. I fuck with the regular class, but I wouldn't have been able to do it then. Like, nah, I'm a camera. Right. Hands nasty so, shit. And, and that's, my that's, the, like that. that's the issue I always run into. Um, every gig that I've ever done, people have always, you know, allowed me my uh, uh, share of whatever is going on. So, like, right. uh, if there's food involved, they always want me to eat and all that other good stuff. Yeah, but I, I always find... Your people's uh, uh, birthday party. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always find it, like, I'm always torn with that. Because it's like, yeah, I'm going to take this free food. But at the same time, greedy, so, yeah, yeah. And, and it smells good. And, you know, if I know who it is and I know who cooked, like, that type stuff. Right. But then, like, I'm working. 
So it's I'm like working exactly. I'm not exactly. about to like nah. Now if 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 it was a free shoot, that's a little different. Right, I ain't gonna lie, it's a little different. The free shoot, right. you ask me if I want some food, I'm gonna stop right in the nail. Oh yeah, I'm gonna eat. Like <laughs> I'm going to holler at you on the flip side. Right. So instead of me shooting a 1,000 picks, I might shoot 995. <laughs> so you're going to lose out on five picks. Thanks. Thanks. So um, the issue that I encountered yesterday was uh, I held off because, again, we were working. Um, but by the time I got to the food, most of the food was gone. And oh, damn. And most of the food was gone, and even more of the food that I actually eat was gone. So the only thing that was left that I felt like eating at the time was, like, wings. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm talking about, like, wings from, like, hip-hop. Because, you know, it's a party, so that's that's the easy Mm -hmm. go-to fact. Yeah, so I had, like, two of those. So that's not really... You might as well not even have none. Thanks. So, um... But the the party itself was cool. Um, it was fun shooting it. It was in, interesting situations. Um, talking to Shafro afterwards made me realize something that I don't think I've ever quite uh, expressed publicly. But it's What's a sen- it's a sentiment that I share. I mm-hmm. love watching black people have a good time. Yo, didn't I say that at your at your people's party? You did. Yeah, yo, it's something about that. It's something yo, about I, it. Yo. It's something about that, man. It's something about that. And I've never expressed this publicly, but yes, I actually, I absolutely love watching black people having a good time, and nobody's getting hurt, nobody's arguing, no, nothing detrimental is happening. It's all harmless fun. Like, yeah, and look, I'm, I feel like a lot of those times I'm a fly on the wall. Yeah. Oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm not I'm usually involved. Yeah, I'm just watching. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm the lamp sitting on the corner. I'm watching, Fence. taking pictures of it. Fence. But just the the energy yeah. that comes from the the positive energy that comes from off of that. Oh yeah, it's infectious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's like, I, I fucks with that. Yeah, that's that's one of the best things about doing those type of uh, events. Yeah, um, we had a, a party pooper party pooper Paul um, <laughs> in the situation, and it's he funny. Police, huh? It's funny because I called it play by play like mm. me and Sh- it, it, it was a little balcony um attached to the place that we were at so um while we were waiting for some more people to come because we mm-hmm. had um generally when you know ladies and gentlemen when i shoot an event basically i want to get pictures of everybody doing things and right, interacting right, right. and all that other good stuff. So right. and I, I I worked relatively fast and it wasn't that big of an area. So man, Shafro, it's, it's two of us. Yeah, y'all knocked that. We shit was knocking that out. out. No, you did. So and that no, it, it was a point where like, all right, people, more people weren't coming. So we took a little break. So we outside on the balcony right. and I see this white guy walking, pacing. The length of the building that we're in front of, I mean, that we're in, oh, on his shit. phone. Oh, shit. And I, I'm like, yo. You should have took a picture, and that could have been a meme. <laughs> well, I did take a picture. <laughs> um, and video. 
But anyway, um, I couldn't hear what he was saying, so the video is useless. Um, right. But yeah, so he's walking around on his phone, walking back, pacing back and forth. So more people start coming. We go back in. We start shooting more. And sure enough, I'm sorry, before that, before that, he walks into the building. Um, I see him walk in the door, but I never see him come up. Right. So I'm like, all right, I don't know where he just went, but I'm going to bookmark that. I'm going to keep that in the back of the mm-hmm. mind. Uh, I don't know exactly how much later, but not too much later. Right. Officer Friendly comes walking me, up the steps. We got reports that you're having fun while black. And the thing about so. it is, I don't. I have no idea what he said because the Dormalaje swooped in. And they interrupted him before he got to the main door of the party. So they snatched the breath out of his argument before he made it. That's what it seemed like. Because, like I said, I wasn't close enough to hear. But he came up the steps. They saw him. They swarmed him. Damn. And there was no attitude on either side. There was no yelling. There was no, there was no aggressive movement or anything like right, that. Right. And uh, two minutes later, he walked away, and they uh, went and closed the doors. And they continued to party. And we continued to party. Wow! So shout out to him for understanding what was going on. Shout out to them for taking care of the situation very right. quickly, very efficiently, and, and apparently very professionally. Right. So that was that's that was great. I didn't see um party poop appalling again again after that point. I, well, um, I would like to think that he was afterwards arrested <laughs> when they, they when they went back to talk to him <laughs> and discovered that he had uh illegal substances in his car. So Cops went and snatched his ass up. Uh, maybe. Highly unlikely. That's what I would like to think. I would I, love I, to I, think. I'm choosing, I'm choosing to believe that's what you happened. Know what? You know what? I'll allow it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, after the party, um, me and Shafro left. I'm talking to Shafro for a little bit. Uh, I go to the go home. I'm like, what am I going to eat? And then Fab hits me up. Hey, let's go to the casino for some pizza. Like, uh, oh, okay. the all-time, the all-time clutch. Yes, because it's always open. It's Very always clutch. open. Right. It don't matter what time it is. It's open 24-7. That's... Well, I, I think it might close for like two hours or something like that. You got to clean it. Yeah, time. yeah. I think yeah. it might close down for two hours. But yeah, because like, we left, uh, the party was over at 10. We ended up, I ended up pulling off at like 11 or so. Hmm. And I was wondering, like, yo, what am I going to eat? Because I don't feel like cooking or nothing like that. Facts. And I don't really feel like stopping. So when I was on my way, he hit me up. Let's do the casino. I said, I'm in. And he came and grabbed me from my house. And we did that whole thing. And that was amazing Sounds as good. always. Sounds good. Yeah. So that was that was my week in a nutshell. I mean, people, people still peopled throughout yeah, my week. I mean, that that's a, that's a consistent... Narrative right there. Yeah, I feel like if I keep complaining about, I feel like I'll keep complaining about the same things. So it's just 
no point unless it especially bothers me. I'm just gonna yeah, ignore yeah. it. Absolutely. But yeah, that was my week. All right. Dopeness. Yeah, so I'm gonna jump into these topics, bruh. <laughs> um so I think I have it in order. I think I have it in the order that I want to do it in. I think. All right. Uh Future's bodyguard gets knocked Snuff? the fuck. Oh, yeah, okay. That works. Yeah. That works. Um see when I first saw this video, mm-hmm. I was so confused. I had no idea what was going on. All I knew, all I saw was, like, the, the first video I saw didn't show Future at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It just showed these apparently white dudes. Like, I didn't even know they weren't in the United States. Like, it just showed some apparently white dudes um, walking up and snuffing some big-ass dude. Right. But... I'm like, that one punch did all that? Because he he was down for a while. Then when he got up, he was all bloody and whatnot. I'm like, that one punch did all that? Yeah. So apparently, he had a rock in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took him down with the rock, yo. And he smelled what the rock was cooking. Okay. All right. He had rock oh, bottom. All right. Okay. All right. This is gone. Absolutely left. Already. <laughs> um... So yeah, then I saw then I ended up seeing the other video and there was some context. Um Added I, I believe it, they yeah. were in Spain. Mm-hmm. Um and apparently they were flocked by a bunch of fans. Now here's what Future has to say, because this 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 other video that I watched made it appear as though Future saw what was going on. And just and decide, yeah, and just decide to turn away and keep walking. Right. Uh, so, from future, this is what he has to say. Basically, these fake goons asked to suck my dick for a picture. I told him <laughs> no. Apparently, no, no. Excuse me, stop. He said I told him no. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I'm right sorry. There. there were a lot of O's. Um, <laughs> apparently, they get angry and do some sucker shit. I left the airport, they edit the video, they filmed and sent it to blogs. Real, real tough guys. Yeah. What they did to security, I didn't see, period. I'm not a witness to anything. Leave me out anything have to do with this incident. Hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to believe him. Uh, I believe him to a certain extent. Right, because I'm, I'm a I little be- confused on the details. The details are a little yeah. fuzzy. Because how did you not see it? Right. But at the same what time. What scenario happened? Like, I don't feel like he had a reason <laughs> to lie about that. Like, nah. I feel I, I like if he did. One of the reasons is, I think, because of the shit that's happening with um, Asa Yeah, yeah. I think that's coloring the way people are telling the story and his yeah. defense. Because he don't want to be jammed up with any legal Facts. shit or whatever, Facts. which I kind of understand completely. But I find I find the fact that the fans is running around kind of doing shit like this to be corny as fuck. Oh yeah, and if, if my my very minor celebrity, trust me, if mine was at the point where theirs was, my guards would have burners. Yeah. One of you little niggas don't get burnt the fuck up. Facts. I'm just saying. Facts. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm going to go, if I'm going to get in trouble for the beatdown, because I'm not going to sit there and let you hit me just so I don't go to jail. It's not happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. It's not happening. I might as well sit, lay one of you motherfuckers down, and then we deal with what come after that. Because mm-hmm. 
that that's some corny shit. And if this is a trend, I, I'm telling you, little motherfuckers, right now, some of these guys Mm-mm. are going to prepare for it the next time. Mm-hmm. And if you try that dumb shit, Uh-oh. they're gonna start. They're gonna do something to you that you can't they, come make, back from. They're gonna make your mama cry out there. Mm-hmm. So, so 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 play stupid. <laughs> Keep that shit up. Keep trying to swing on motherfuckers because you. Go ahead. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, I just don't, I don't understand. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I've never understood the whole, hey, can I get, because he, he said um, something to the effect of, um, I don't understand how you are begging somebody for a picture. Yeah, yeah. And they say no and you respond with violence? Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, especially if the reason you want a picture with them, we're you're supposed to be a fan. You are a fan. So if you're not a fan, that means you're just clout chasing and you want to get a picture so you can put it on your Instagram and say, look who right. I met. I, but see, I'm different because I have met my fair share of uh, people we consider celebrities. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any pictures with any of them except for one, and that's with Stan Lee. right. Because the fuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's Stan Lee. But Fact. I've met my fair share, man, like over the years and, and talked to him and all of that shit from wrestlers to rappers to television stars to movie stars. Mm-hmm. I've met them and I have no pictures with them because that don't, that don't move me. I got my memories. That shit don't move me. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me take this picture real quick. Nah, no, I, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them, I like what you do. Keep up the good work. Go about my business. I've never been that type. I, I, yo, never been that type. You know what I'm saying? I've met Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. Barbara Hershey, mm-hmm. um, the guy that played um, Lionel Luther on Smallville. Mm-hmm. Met him in Baltimore in the Gallery Mall. And he was with his grandkid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've met Chuck D, Tribe Called Quest, uh, uh, Terminator X. Mm-hmm. Their DJ just walking through uh, fucking Harbor Place years and years ago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wrestlers, Aaron Anderson. That's just for a lot of these motherfuckers' time, but he was a big deal. He was one of the original Four Horsemen. Right. Like, I've met these motherfuckers and I never thought once, hey, let me take this picture. It doesn't cross my mind to do because I have my memories. And I'm like, yo, I met this dude. Yeah, what's up? What's up? And I go about my business because I don't like bothering people. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> now, it's been some celebrities I've seen and just completely walked past them and they thought I was going to say something to them. <laughs> like like my man Al Roker. That's right. It wasn't funny. man on today. Yo, he was in Baltimore. He was coming out of this building. I'm walking down the street. I think it was a Charles Street or St. Paul. It was one of them. He was coming out of the building, right? I was walking down the street. I went, that's motherfucking Al Roker. He looks at me and he sees my, my face expressing like I'm recognizing who the fuck he is. Right. So he gets himself all ready, you know, mentally and whatever, because he figures I'm going to go down there and try to rap with him, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, I just kept walking. Yeah. It's out, it's out, it's out, Roka. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, just saying. But yeah, this is some sucker shit, yo. Absolutely, this is some sucker shit for real. I just don't understand it. Like why? Like I don't know. It's it, it's beyond me. I hope I hope somebody went to jail. Lock 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 your peoples up, Spain. Spain, 
Lock your people up. Facts. Your people doing shit like, see, because what you're going to do is you're going to make it so that acts don't want to come out there. Right. That's what you're going to do. Exactly. And people, because people don't want to have to deal with the bullshit. No. Why? Right. There's no reason to when it's all these other places people can go to and not be attacked. Hundreds of other countries. <laughs> yeah, yo. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here, man. Yeah, so I don't really, um, I don't really have a, a, a wrap up or moral to this story. Nah, just, yo, stop being, stop being a bunch ah, of punks. Indeed. You know that is mean? the moral. Yes. Cut that shit up. All right. Um, moving right along to people who need to cut that shit out. Um, hmm. This white woman claims she invented the hair bonnet. What? Yeah. Um, it's a very, it's a very recent invention. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's so what was that shit I saw on the goddamn, uh, wrappings of blue bonnet butter and shit Mm-mm, like no there's a there's a bonnet on that motherfucker not no 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 that's pronounced bonnet oh yeah yeah this is Created a, this by is Lisa. a, this is a bonnet. bonnet this is a bonnet <laughs> oh excuse me two different things two completely different things my, my bad yeah yeah <laughs> um so let me I know she got dragged yo cause black twitter ain't going for that well <laughs> get into the, you know how you know this has become a trend on the show how certain black media just <laughs> just gets it certain black media just it, you, you you're the you're the bee's knees if i can say so um a white woman this is a, this is from the article uh, a white woman mm-hmm. may have secured her spot in the columbusing hall of fame <laughs> <laughs> After claiming that she invented an accessory used by black women ever since Earlene Jackson delayed her escape to the Underground Railroad by informing Harriet Tubman, <laughs> hold up, I forgot my hair bonnet. <laughs> In an article with fashion magazine entrepreneur Sarah Morantz Lindenberg, mm-hmm. Sarah Morantz Lindenberg, Sarah Morantz. Lindenberg claims she came up with the idea of a washable silk head wrap that prevents breakouts and preserves hairstyles. She came up with the idea, huh? Yes. Just out of the blue. Hold up. My concept came out of my concept came out of a problem that needed solving, explained Morantz. That's how most inventions, you know. Who founded the company Nightcap to sell her so-called invention that was already being used by millions of black women every day. She goes on to say, it inspired me to create something of my own. Oh, jeez. Now, what she created was basically a version of the same head wrap that has been included in the late night booty call kit invented in 1906 (laughs) by inventor Madam C.J. Walker's less successful sister, Lakeisha Walker. (laughs) To be fair, the difference between Lindenberg's bonnet and the one worn by Erica Badu, India Ari, and 92.8% of the women who have ever been on a natural hair journey is that Lindenberg sells her bonnets for $98. Jeez, which is man. <laughs> Yo, this article is everything. It says for $98, which is a... Wait, that can't be right. Let me double check that price. There's no way somebody is paying a whole Benjamin for a bonnet. For a damn bonnet. That would be just, oh, I forgot. White people. 
But Lindenberg's bond is different. First of all, it's organic, which means... Okay, I don't know what the hell that means. I thought all silk was organic, but maybe Becky the bonnet maker knows about a secret Monsanto robot silkworm ex- experiment, oh, geez, or perhaps she is a part of a plot to start a transatlantic silkworm tree. Oh no! I bet Sarah is a is silk a, supremacist. Oh, geez, <laughs> Lindenberg does, however, offer a few uses for her head wrap that black women have probably never thought of, including wearing them to the gym, stopping her hair from curling at night due to night sweats. Wow. And, and in parentheses, it said, I swear this is true. Supporting the regrowth of all the little baby hairs. <sighs> Listen, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me fast forward because they just roasting this poor woman and she deserves it. Um, so Twitter comments are ambrosious. So let me get something straight. <laughs> a white woman is capitalizing on satin bonnets for 98 goddamn dollars as if it's some new thing she just invented. My black grandma who yelled at me for not keeping my bonnet on overnight is rolling in her damn grave. I just know it. It's so absurd. Okay, Twitter user celebritypreneur. This chick needs to go fly a kite. There was no white woman in our house as a child showing my baby boomer mom or grandma born 1917 when they were putting bonnets on my head. 1917. She just died in 2000. Please hush. Ask any (laughs) other black girl too. Twitter user Rhea the RN. The fact that a white woman is claiming she invented bonnets will forever be the joke of the decade. Will it? Well, I mean, others, however, read the article and suggested that the article's author probably should have done a little more research rather than taking Silkworm Sarah's word that she invented something that has been around since before the Kardashian clan invented trends like Bo Derek braids, <laughs> big lips, and biggie t-shirts, and, <sighs> and people liking big butts. Wow, and, you know, I had never thought to like big butts. <laughs> So, God is Rivera, Twitter user. So, white woman entrepreneur is saying she more or less invented the satin bonnet after discovering the benefits through her doctors and is now selling her invention for $100? Are you kidding me? When most black women have been sleeping with their hair bonnets for decades. Yeah, this is... This is... Um... Oh, oh, the article the article goes on. However, we here at the root would never attempt to erase Lindenberg's success at gentrifying <laughs> headscarves. Using Lindenberg's logic, we would also like to highlight some of the little known discoveries and inventions made by colonizing oh, inve- innovators. Jazz, a musical form invented by groundbreaking saxophonist <laughs> Kenny G in nineteen eighty-two. <laughs> Lazy black people looking for handouts. A concept wow. created by white people who discovered it while lazy black slaves worked on plantations for free. <laughs> Brooklyn. Lazy bastards. A New York City borough discovered by white people after a 2004 rezoning. <laughs> Freedom. Invented by the slave-owning founding fathers, including George Washington, who vigilantly pursued on a judge a runway slave until her death, even trying to re-enslave the woman and her children. 
Here to go, George. Rock and roll. Invented by Elvis and perfected by the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Living Single, a hit sitcom renamed Friends, created by NBC, <laughs> featuring Ross, Chandler, Phoebe. Um, I think there was a Kate and a Chad, too. Of course there was. I've never seen a full episode. I actually have never seen a full episode of Friends. Um, Christianity, a great story about a blonde, blue-eyed hippie <laughs> from the Middle East. <laughs> and America, discovered in 1492 when bumbling explorer Christopher Columbus <laughs> landed in the West Indies, not once setting foot on the North American continent. Hold up, that's underlined too. Not <laughs> once setting foot on the North American continent. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. And then, oh, the disclaimers. The disclaimers at the end. The uh, This article should not be interpreted as disparaging to Sarah Morantz Lindenberg and Nightcap. Our only intention is to inform generations of black women, some of whom may be reading this article wearing unsanctioned bootlegged bonnets, that they should go out and buy the official version. As your uh -huh. grandmother was teaching you how to tie a head wrap, I'm sure she also told you another important lesson. Thou shalt not still indeed um yeah bruh I just you know look we we was having a conversation before the show kind of similar to this shit mm -hmm, like if mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you just just understand this right if you succeed at some idea that wasn't yours to begin with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just know it doesn't count. And it doesn't count even more when there were other people that were doing it but were handcuffed to the chair to prevent them from taking advantage of certain some of these entrepreneurial opportunities. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, this is she is not the first. And unfortunately, she won't be the last. Oh, no. To pull some bullshit like this. And what's more, trust and believe, look back in on this same thing about five years from now. She's going to be actually making money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next, they're going to yeah. invent soul food. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that was invented by Koreans. Nah. But anyway. Nah, nah, nah. It's, soul, it's the white man. Korean? The white oh, man. Okay. No, nah, the white man. Um... Moving right along, moseying on. Let's uh, <laughs> we we brought her up last week. We brought her up last yes, week, we did. and apparently we spoke her into the lexicon. She into back. into the zeitgeist, if you will. Right. Uh, Monique is still holding a grudge against Charlemagne the God. It is hmm. absolutely. Sad at this point. Um, it, it, it is, but I, I'm just gonna say this: it's not my place to tell her who still be mad. Absolutely at. not. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it, it, it's looking a little, it, it's looking a little, it, little shaky, right? baby. Um, <laughs> a little shaky, baby. It, it's it's giving it's giving us content. It's giving me entertainment. Um, right, right. Keep doing what you're doing. If if that's what you feel like doing, it's just, bruh. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even. Go at him. I'm not even. Go at going. him. Say some more shit. Like, <laughs> do a stand up about me or something. So, she was doing an interview, her and her husband, who she can't be seen without, 
Um, yeah, that's some weird shit going on. I mean, it is what it is. Um, who, her and her husband, who she can't be seen about without, uh, were doing an interview, and the interviewer brought up the topic of mental wellness, healthness, mental wellness in the black community. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And the interviewer mentioned that Charlemagne the God has been like on the forefront of kind of pushing this narrative that we need to care about our mental health. Right. Um, in fact, I think one of his books is called Mental Health or something like that. Something um, like that. Yeah, so she immediately cuts the interview Went off. on the attack. Oh, Leonard? There's, I, uh, I just can't see that. Charlemagne the Devil. That's what she called it. I'm like, come on, bruh. Like, immediately. So, first of all, what I'm trying to understand, right, mm-hmm. is we have receipts. Oh, indeed. He has a book. He has a whole that was book on the a New York Times best-selling yeah. list. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. We, like, regardless of what you might think about Leonard, the fact is the book is there. And also, let me just say, there the act as though he wouldn't have had any sort of legitimacy or experience in talking about mental health issues simply because you don't like him for some shit he did to you. Thanks. Really is kind of silly because I am fairly certain that a lot of the people that did shit to me that I didn't like had some sort of mental health problem. Because why the fuck would you fuck with the all father? There's something wrong. <laughs> so don't, don't, so don't, don't, don't sit here and act like he's not qualified to talk about some experiences that he had dealing with mental health and the things he may have learned from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you mad. I know his name's Leonard. And I got you feeling a certain kind of way. But it has a feeling away because at first she wouldn't even give him that. Like, no, that's yeah. not your name. That's not what you She named you Leonard. No. Um, yeah, she was saying he was Leonard, not Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hold up. In that one case, I might agree with her. Listen. I mean, no, that, stop, that is man. probably, she should, she probably should not have named him Leonard, but his mama named him Leonard. I'm going to call him Leonard. I'm just saying. Just says what it is. Um, that, that's, that's, it's probably in the same vein of people, instead of naming their kid Anthony, they named him Anthony. Listen. What? That's a real I, thing? I'm going to need y'all to, Take a couple seats with that. You know what I mean? It's Anthony. No, that's really a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. I've seen it. You're joking. I've seen it. I right? don't. I don't. Anthony. No, it's his name's Anthony, and it's even spelled like to phonetically express Anthony. I don't believe you, <laughs> yo. It's like there's absolutely no way. Look, man. Look, they doing that shit. They out here. They out in these streets. I'm trying to tell you. All right, so the, name, the, the the title of the book that I'm referring to is Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. Ah, okay. Um, All right. Yeah, it's about mental health. If you know the song. Um, Shook One's. Yeah. Um, Mob Deep. And, yes. well, two, both songs. Uh, Shook One by, Shook One's by Mob Deep and um, Mine's Playing Tricks on Me by Ghetto Boys. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Like, that, 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 that's what the song 
especially the Ghetto Boy song, is about. Right. Like, come on. Um, I don't. I, I I hate this narrative that she's pushing. Her and her husband Sydney. Um, I hate the narrative that they're pushing that because somebody basically to boil it down and paraphrase. This is not what they said. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that someone isn't perfect means that they can't be on the forefront of change. Yeah, that's pretty. All right, so here, here's the thing. How can I put this? There are exceptions to this, as, as there are exceptions to everything. But there is no written law that says that someone that is a certain thing in a certain arena can't also have experience in something else and talk about it. You might yeah. not like the motherfucker, but they can still talk about it. Now, of course, the caveat is, motherfucker, if you out there doing a certain type of fuck shit and you have not changed your behavior, yeah. matter of fact, you have not even acknowledged that you did it and then mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. come out singing some shit about that very thing. Yeah, that's different. That's different. That's different. That's the caveat. Other than that, I mean, I would argue that someone that was on some fuck shit acknowledged the, the fuck best shit. Best candidate. Is pro- and then changed is probably the best candidate to talk about. Yeah. That sort of if you look at Charlemagne now versus Charlemagne like five years yeah, ago. Yeah. It's, it's a difference. It's a drastic change a in what he does publicly. It's a difference. Like, it's definitely a difference. Drastic change. He's still trash, uh-uh. but yeah. I think that's also part of his brand. So a lot yes. of the shit yes. you see, that's him just keep staying true to uh, type... Is labeling, yeah, because you know I mean? he toned he toned down, but he didn't get rid of it. Yeah, completely. exactly, exactly. I mean, that's just it is what it is. It's trash, um, but we're trash, so it's yeah, know. facts. Um, and the whole donkey of the day thing, they crying about donkey of the day. That uh, Sydney was like, yeah, so he was he did an interview in Kanye West's home, and then the next week. He gives him the donkey of the day. That is a man who lacks empathy. No, 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 Some new information. Yeah, like, sir, are we really going, like, okay, so you got donkey of the day because he got new information about the situation after the interview. Also, nigga, just because you was up there don't mean that he can't find the humor in the bullshit. And there's humor in all that shit. The fact that you two don't see how hilarious your interactions are and how weird that is tells me Monique has maybe missed a she 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 missed a step. She's yeah. not, she lost a step. She's not where she once was. No, she made her living off of skinny bitches are evil. Right. Like, so you was look, you went and saw the humor in that, and you took that and you built a career off of it. If mm-hmm. you can't see the way you the way you you, you talk about your husband, um, the the that dynamic you got right there, how that appears from the outside looking in, if you can't see that as a comedian whose first uh, ability to even be able to do this shit is through observation, right, and reflection, like you're seeing something. That is an ordinary, everyday phenomena, and you're finding the humor out of it and turning it into a joke. And it's something yep. all of us have only seen on the peripheral. We know 
This is the thing. That's why it's recognizable when you pull the humor out of it. That's a fact. You can't do that with your own situation. You can't see how that funny that shit looks. You lost yeah. a step. So basically, she can dish it out, but she can't take basically. it. Basically. Which is annoying. And entertaining. Wildly entertaining. Well, it's it's not impossible to be both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wildly entertaining. Like... I, I I honest like part of me wants her to to get and I use this term loosely but part of me wants her to get better yeah yeah uh, um actually most of me most wants her to get, better. get better but then there's a part of you that says well keep it coming yeah because I'll be laughing the whole honestly time facts one hundred percent facts um yeah uh, she is. I can honestly say with this one mm-hmm. she's being a little delusional yeah. And a little douchey. Just saying. Oh, yeah. A little douchey over there. Because there was no reason for her to go on and on about Charlemagne. Yeah, like that shit's behind us. Yeah. And really, it should be, hold up, it should be above her now. (laughs) 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 It should be above her now. She showed a a lack of grace. Yeah, right right much so, yo. And and that's not me. It's not, matter of fact, they both showed a lack of grace. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, her and her husband were like going in, fixated on the Charlemagne part of the statement, which tells me, um, and this might be not be true, but this is how it comes you off. You don't really care that much about the, the mental health aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, because you, you completely that right. Yeah, I feel you. Charlemagne has caused so much destruction to our brothers and sisters. Has he? Has he? Has he really? I don't. I see, don't, this, I don't this think... is my issue with that saying shit like that, right? So he's caused. So Charlemagne's caused destruction. So if I put on a scale the amount of destruction Charlemagne has caused to the brothers mm-hmm. out there, and put that on a scale next to the legal system, prison industrials complex. Pharmaceutical companies. No, that's just not fair. Like you sound dumb as fuck making yeah, that help it. a thing when it's all this other shit out here. Come on, man. Charlemagne, Charlemagne ain't made no brothers do a goddamn thing. No, <laughs> like, fair. Come on, man. Um one of one of the trash aspects that I keep from my old life is the people being too sensitive thing. Mm-hmm. But I only apply it to things like this. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't I don't understand how as an adult, another adult saying these things, whatever however bad you may feel they are, another adult saying these things about you that you feel are not true, mm-hmm. why does it bother you so much? Right. If all of those if all of those factors exist, if you're both adults and they say something that you feel in your heart is not truthful, why does it bother you so much? I'm sure that I don't she understand. would babble something about Charlemagne has a platform, blah, blah, people listen, blah, blah. Yeah, that's fine. But here's the thing, though. Charlemagne ain't saying nothing. That the rest of us ain't think at some point Facts. or another about this shit. So he's just basically it's it's much like what we do on this show. The story's out there. He's gonna comment on it. He's gonna give his yeah. take on it. Now his platform is a lot larger than ours, of course. Yeah. But the core of it, he's doing the same shit on the Breakfast Club show every morning that we do here 
you know what I'm saying? Like it's the same type of shit. These stories in the news, he's gonna talk about it. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah, it is what it is. Speaking of people having issues and going up to the Breakfast Club to address them, <laughs> um, ASAP Rocky. Uh, now, everybody knows at this point what's going on with ASAP Rocky. We've talked about it on the show. Yeah. He is being detained in Sweden. Um, and there is a, uh, I don't know if it's quite a groundswell, but there's a decent amount of black people who are uh, a little indifferent about his situation yeah. because of the indifference that he appeared to show when it came to things like Ferguson and the riots in Baltimore and all these other black issues. Right. Um, one thing that I had not seen before we recorded um, that episode was when he went to the Breakfast Club for clarification on that interview and other things that he has uh, been seen doing or heard said or that right. types of stuff. Um, so I wouldn't be prop. It, it wouldn't be proper journalism <laughs> had I not gone back and watched that video. Yeah, I watched it right? as well. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So I, I watched the video, uh-huh. and he gave a very what appeared to be heartfelt and passionate clarification mm-hmm. on what he said, and and he was frustrated about how people were uh, reacting towards him mm-hmm. and interpreting what he said and all that other good stuff, and I watched it. I think twice, mm-hmm. and I internalized mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and I processed it, mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. stuff. Good. And I will say, ASAP Rocky, I owe you an apology. Mm. I will apologize for the fact that when I heard that there was a clarification to your statements, that I thought it would make a huge difference <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> I want to apologize for that. Because it did not, and this is just this is just me. I'm thinking, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been here long enough, you've heard me say I do not discuss these things before we record. So what I'm about to say is just my opinion. Yep, I watched it. Part of me empathizes with him. Part of me definitely empathizes with him. I understand how. A person can be uh, taken out of context, and I understand. I know for a fact that people nowadays they 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 much rather look at a headline and give you their opinion than actually click on the article to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that media does all types of stuff for likes and views and they they swap around article I mean not articles uh, interviews and stuff like that. I, I understand all that all of that is factual mm-hmm. um but the thing with this one is me listening to his clarifications and I don't know if he's just I haven't listened listened to him speak that often Facts. so I don't know if it's just an issue that he really doesn't know how to articulate what he means or if it's a situation where like he's just vastly 
uneducated in certain arenas mm. that he that he decides to speak on, mm-hmm. um, because one of his quote unquote excuses for because he he couldn't tell he couldn't go up there and say that he just didn't say anything. Right. You can't say that because right. clearly you, you said, said it. it nigga. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not the situation. It's not like somebody altered audio, like of actually somebody else's voice saying something to sound like a set. No, you said I'm those said words. Shit. Those words came out of your words. His excuse for the stuff that he couldn't um, finagle around uh-huh. was that he was frustrated. Yeah, um, I heard that too. Oh, and, I got some talking points for his ass. <laughs> one of the things, one of his biggest points was he didn't sign up for this. Um, the issue here is as a celebrity, we're not talking about morals, we're not talking about opinions. The fact of the matter is you are going to be held to a higher regard of scrutiny yep. than the layperson. And as a celebrity, you have to be careful of what you say. It's really that simple. It is that simple. Oh, he's a person. He can't make mistakes. Of course he can. But the ability to make mistakes doesn't make making mistakes okay. Right. You're still going to be all able to make mistakes. For those yeah. mistakes because you're making all of us mistakes, make mistakes in the limelight, in the camera, behind facts. the mic. Facts. All facts. So I'm like, <sighs> he still appeared to me. The, the root of his argument still appeared to be based in the whole all lives matter. That's yo, he even said it in the yeah. interview again. And again, I, much like yourself, watched this a couple of times so mm-hmm, I could pull mm-hmm. out the nuances and make sure I was hearing what yeah. I was hearing. And Thanks. as far as I'm concerned, none of this changed anything for a whole bunch of reasons, some that you've already articulated. Like the whole, mm-hmm. the whole. Um, he says he didn't ask to be a spokesman. So what? That's life. Right. We are in a state of emergency. So put your yes. put your big boy pants on, sack up, and join the fucking fight. You can't yep. you can't keep using this excuse. Why I'm not there, motherfucker. We living in the internet age where I can find yep. out what happened and and fuck fuck Manistan <laughs> five thousand miles away. You know what I'm saying? And no, this shit, okay, I see the video. This shit happened. That's just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not an excuse. He also, did you remember the part in there where he said he he lost people, so he was feeling the way? Nigga, everyone has lost someone. The people that are in those situations lost somebody. (laughs) Then then, then he brings up Siberia. Which is the funniest shit to me, because you ain't over there either, That's that toxic fairness shit. That's the toxic fairness, yo. (laughs) Nigga, you ain't over there either, but you speaking on that. Right. That's what that's that was a deflection. And then he did it, yo. He did he did what I see a lot of these guys like him do. And I told myself before I got into this part that I was gonna approach this in a different way, but I'm actually not, because as I think about the shit now, 
it really pisses me the fuck off. That motherfucker don't, don't know this shit by now. He brings up the whole old what about black on black crime trope when he says, yes. no, he says, well, how come black lives only matter? They don't matter. First of all, my nigga, educate yourself. Who in their <laughs> right mind believes that black lives don't matter to black people? Just right. because you have a subset of our community, the criminal element, that's out there doing crazy shit, they don't speak on behalf of all black people every fucking where. And yeah. considering the fact, if you just take the city they love to bring up all the time, Chicago, there mm-hmm. are literally hundreds of grassroots, black-ran gra- grassroots organizations that are attempting to fight it. That shit flies in the face of that dumbass trope that black people don't care about black lives in Baltimore, in Baltimore mm-hmm. right now, which is the other city they're starting to use a lot now when they pull this bullshit, right? In Baltimore, right. I can tell you of at least four or five. One in particular, I know the girl that's running it, the ceasefire mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are mm-hmm. grassroots black ran organizations that are on the ground. Not using this as a talking point. They've never right. been to the town before and bringing it up only when it's convenient. No, they are on the ground right there trying to stop it. These are black people. So miss me with black people don't care about black lives unless the police say. Now, I want to actually give credit to Charlemagne for actually um, pushing back on that bullshit yeah. when he said yeah. it. Because a lot of other motherfuckers would have just let him talk. And say that right. shit and let that shit float out there. The reason we talking about it is because there is a tendency with a lot of my folks where they're going to buy into the last thing they heard without mm-hmm. without critically examining what the motherfucker actually said. That's a fact. And, and, and that's one of the reasons we're approaching him because he does, he does have a platform. Now, this interview was in 2016. So, yeah. like, just to give you some context, this was his response after the backlash directly but it doesn't change well hold on on. not directly not directly um he um he said he said what he said and then he went to london yeah and then when he came back he realized that it was so much so much backlash for him right right about those things how disconnected must you be though right to not know that was going to be a thing yeah, I'm a, so it's, it's like crazy, so it's like I believe you, ASAP. I believe you. I believe you. Um, I believe that you were taken out of context. I believe that when you say some shit like I'm I'm in Soho, I'm in uh, L.A. or I believe that for a portion you are disconnected. That doesn't change anything. It doesn't. That changes absolutely nothing. You are disconnected by choice. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a symptom of your location. Right. It's a symptom of your willingness to find out the information. Exactly. And also, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call. I'm going to critically analyze his disconnection right now because I'm going to yeah. give an example. So, if you go upstairs and look at my refrigerator right now, it's full of food. Mm-hmm. But I remember a time. I was living in a one-bedroom apartment, house apartment, mm-hmm. where I was lucky to be able to go down to the corner store and buy 12 packs of Top Ramen to get me at least through part of the week 
mm-hmm. because that's how broke I was. That's how many, uh, how backed up I was on bills, child support, all this other stuff. Just because my refrigerator is full now doesn't mean I don't remember what that shit was like. It still happens. That is a fact. So when, this man has been locked up before. This man comes from Harlem. This man lived in the hood. This man mm-hmm. seen all. This is why, to me, a lot of that shit, you disconnect it because you want to be. And secondly, you're using that, again, as a convenient deflection. Because, yes, oh, yeah. currently, right now, you jet set all over the world to do this fashion thing here, to perform here, currently. But there was a time in your motherfucking life when you wasn't doing that. And for Mm -hmm. you to sit here now and act like all of these issues are brand new to a motherfucker that was born and raised, a black motherfucker, born and raised in the hood in Baltimore. I didn't realize racism was that big of a thing. it's, It's absurd. It's so absurd. So I see you over there trying to play obtuse and try and obfuscating. Yo, and obfuscating. <laughs> I see what you're doing. And you might fool some of these other niggas, but you're not fooling me, dog, because I see. Nah, bro. Yo, you still got to pass. All of us got to pass. We all learn, well, at least in, in, a, in a perfect world, we would learn from those past events. And that's yeah. still a part of your story, too. Your life is a timeline, my nigga. It's a timeline. Mm-hmm. In this time, you're doing well. In this yep. time and place, you're not in a lot of these places where shit like that is bound to happen. But you was, nigga, you was locked up before. Mm-hmm. Stop it, man. Stop it. Yeah. It's a bit ridiculous. Cause what made me what made me even look for it was in a bunch of groups that I'm in. People are referencing um, that shit, aren't they? Yeah, as if that's like that's excuse. not what he said. Mm-hmm. That's not what he mm-hmm. meant. That's, he I already it, has it. it. He it. already has an interview clarifying what I he meant. It, yo, I know and I'm it. like, all right, okay, motherfuckers all right, are you know, slow, yo. Motherfuckers I'm, are slow I'm, as fuck. <laughs> Seriously, yo, I make an attempt to be intellectually honest. So let me check I, it out. You know, right? Yeah, let me check this <laughs> right. out. Let me let me go ahead and listen to the, and like I said at the beginning, he. Did clarify his statements. They weren't on. They weren't as um. Was they weren't as overtly bad as I thought they were, but covertly. Yeah, because a lot of yeah. that shit he was just running away from. It's not that you didn't say it, right? You run away from it. And then some of your other sentiments. The moment I start hearing you talk that all live shit, and it's that number mm-hmm. leads me back to the core, the the cruts of what you were saying. That the way people are interpreting it. It's pretty damn accurate, son. But I will be. Yeah, I will, why? Why is it gotta be just black? No, because that's what we're talking about. You know that's about. not what they are saying. They're not saying Black Lives Matter only. only. They're not saying no. that. They, look, and that's not, can we say this? Uh, this other thing too, for all you motherfuckers that think that that's not uh, a, a purely a phrase used to deflect away from what these people are talking about. If you think in your rabid ass mind. That all lives have mattered here in this fucking country. I invite you to go take a fifth grade history course. Right. Fuck out my face with that shit. There are 130 million dead Indians, excuse me, Native Americans that say otherwise. Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Fuck out of here. This is ridiculous. And and I don't understand. Um, I don't know. I guess there's people that just want to. Cheer for that, that's what I it guess. is. But I, I'm, I'm gonna do this though. To be fair, 
there is one thing that he said in there that I thought was the, was honest, and I thought I can respect this when he said. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what to do about any of this. Oh yes, that, he said I wanted. He said I want to change the world, but I don't know no, what to that do. That was the most I had no idea what to do of that shit. Because in truth, if all of us were to be honest and got off our soapbox, that's soap exactly boxes, the same sentiment. That's the same that sentiment have. that everybody would really have. Like, because I don't know yeah. how to do. I know what I know. The I things no that idea. I would try, but again, until I put that shit in practice, it's just a hypothesis. I don't know what this would fix. It could make things worse, but I feel yep. like we got to do something. So look, Facts. that's that's how I see it. So when he said that, that's the part that I related to. So just so y'all, yeah, don't when, think, I, when he said I'm that, I was dumping like, on him completely. Right, but right. The right. fact is, those excuses and those clarifications are only are clarifications and name only because I still basically got the basic gist of what you're being accused of not caring. Or, or or sidelining or misunderstanding it, and you could be misunderstanding it. Honestly, you mm-hmm, could be. Mm-hmm. But I, I would. I think that one of the reasons you misunderstanding, if you are misunderstanding what the Black Lives thing meant, is because you have taken yourself out of the spaces, physically, and mentally, yeah. Yeah. out of those spaces where you could have gotten the understanding of it, and instead. You're listening to other people who feel a certain way about the shit. You're also, in your dating life, dating people that you feel like, nah, I don't feel that way because this person that I'm seeing now, this, mm-hmm. how do they feel about that sort of thing? And this goes towards a lot of that. They started talking about the interracial shit, and it's like Charlemagne said. There's nothing wrong with interracial date. Do what you want. That's, that's what you fall in love with. That's what you fall in love with. But when you put that on top of all the other narratives and then you're saying shit like yeah. this, it, it gives a certain perception. And I gotta be yep. honest, my nigga, you didn't really do a whole lot to change that in my mind when I watched no, it bro. because I'm not an Apple head, nigga. I can actually go and listen to what a motherfucker's saying and critically analyze that shit. And like mm-hmm. you said, some of you motherfuckers just want to chair for them. Yeah, that's it. And that's, yo, I have no, I respect if you say, if you just come out and say that, right? I respect the shit out of that, right? Like you know, honestly, um, I hear what he's saying. I just want that man he got to some win, good yo. points. I just want him to win. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's an acceptable. I mean, I, I'm. I, we can agree to disagree. Right. Um, I don't. I don't want him I not to win. I think it's honest. I think it's more honest than what these niggas doing now, pretending he yeah. said something. That made all right. of that better, nigga. Exactly. Fuck off. No, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. And I don't. I can honestly say, just part of me. Part of me doesn't think that's what I think he did when he went up to that interview. I think he did what he wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, he was. Yo, he, I he think was trying those to were his damage, intentions. He was trying to do damage control without taking yeah. back a whole lot of the the um, core sentiment. He was trying yeah. to do some damage control right there. And my thing with damage control is don't make any apologies or clarifications unless you were actually completely at the core of what you meant, misquoted or misinterpreted. If yeah. at the core of what you meant was what you said, it's going to sound crazy trying to clarify that but stay consistent. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. 
Cause, yeah, because this is the know. thing. If you get into the interview and he starts asking leading questions that you want, that you don't want, right. you have several options. Facts. You didn't have to continue the nope. interview. Nope. You could have stopped that shit right in and there. Yep. Oh, but but he's an artist. He has to get the exposure. Okay. Well, and if, if you're going to take the he's an artist defense, I will counter that with he's an artist. He should have a, a PR person. Exactly. To do a speaking form. A lot of this shit could have came out in form of statements that would have been mm-hmm. read by TMZ, by The Breakfast mm-hmm. Club, by all of that mm-hmm. shit. And yes, they're subject to you to being analyzed as well. And being critiqued while you're not there, but this you got to take one or the other, my nigga. If you're gonna stand Thanks. there, stand on the shit you said. That wishy washy shit that I saw right there, like yeah. I, it was wishy washy to me. It was like, yo, you will know what it sound like. You want to what you want to do is gonna be say, yeah, man, I said it. And the reason I said it is because y'all niggas is killing each other out there. Why should anybody care? Why Basically, should, yo, that's it. Sound like to me that's what he wanted to say, yo. That, and, and, but he right. didn't because he know that's more. That's it. Sound like to me that that's some shit. Of course, he say to his folks off camera. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying off mic. You know what I'm saying. And basically, what Charlemagne was saying, yeah, that's a problem too. But we're dealing with this problem right, right. now. Right. Which is the because for those of you that, that, that it's not that we're minimizing violence in the urban centers. What no, we're saying is no other group. Has to solve the equation of world peace before they complain about authorities doing things that authorities shouldn't do. No other Facts. so so uh, until we have a cure for cancer, I can't complain about this cold. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. out of here with that stupidness. Cause you only I'm gonna tell you what I usually find. People bring bad arguments to the table when they have bad intentions. Yeah, a lot of the times when they bring arguments like these that completely omit whole sections of context that they've heard before and they're still omitting it because Mm -hmm. you got an agenda with ill intent. That's what it sounds like to me. That's just the way I see that shit. I think think that goes towards the people that are defending him. Yeah, I I don't think that goes towards him. I agree. I agree. I think his intentions are actually pure. I just think he's woefully misguided. Yeah. And undereducated. But yeah, that's all it is. And and those things um aren't inherently bad things. No. Um it's just that given the topic that we're discussing. Given the topic, given his platform, mm-hmm. given the fact that you got people that's willing to throw their integrity in the garbage to support him like he said something that cleared that shit cuz that again I am actually more uh, frustrated yeah. with the people that lack critical analysis, and they're mm-hmm. and they're using some of them have critical analysis, but they're choosing to discard it because of you fandom. No, nah, some of them saw the title ASAP Rocky clarifies his statements. And took that and ran with you it. You know what? But I bet you some I, of them didn't even you. watch the damn. I agree. Yeah. Which is actually the thing he was complaining about. If they'd have watched it mm-hmm. in the video, people will see it's that exactly it's the same mm-hmm. shit. But on the other side of the equation, like clarify it, y'all. It's over. No, it ain't over. Nigga, yep. take the time to listen to what the fuck he's saying. And you <laughs> examine that shit and see if it's over. 
Right. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. No, a lot of that shit, I mean, honestly, no, it makes sense to nigga. me. He had a few things he said that made sense, but a lot of other shit, I was like, yo, yeah, yeah. This, basically, it's the same difference, nigga. Like, should you, it's the same difference. The sentiment you yeah. got there is the same difference. Like, the fuck? You just... He did clarify. Yeah. It was clarified. I was, I was clear. <laughs> I was yeah. clear on it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Speaking of questionable intentions, Word. there's a Harriet Tubman movie coming out this year. Yes, there is. Um, I think... <sighs> Bruh, I'm tired. <laughs> I am absolutely tired of seeing us as slaves. Yeah. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't care about the fact that it's a Harriet Tubman movie. I I'm I'm slightly torn because because you want to give Sister Harriet her dish. Yeah. Oh, I, and and I, we need to make that clear right now. Sister Harriet is a legend. Facts. All right? Without question. Um, it's a travesty that this movie has not been done already. It should have been done. But I think the issue is, because they actually did a version of this. It wasn't a movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, with Cicely Tyson, right. I think, playing um, Harriet. But the issue is not that. The issue is, in order for me to sit through that, and watch Harriet do her thing, they have to portray that time period accurately, which means I also have to sit through watching us get our asses whipped mm-hmm. again, watching us getting disrespected again, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. no mistake about it, because I've said this, those of you that follow me on social media have heard me say this. I do not fault our folks for going through the shit they went through back then. They were the victims. Yeah. Of that shit. I don't sit up here with that dumb ass shit about slavery it was Joyce and they could have did this and did that, especially when niggas pussy now. Yeah. Don't point your finger back 200 years ago about what they shouldn't have did when you pussy now and won't do the shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear it from you. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I personally don't want to. I don't. If in order, to, I'm gonna tell you what I'm willing to do in order to support this movie. I'm willing to buy the ticket to not go. Because I can't, yo. I well, want, I want here's to, my thing. Here's know. my thing about that. I need more information before I'm willing to pledge that. Okay. I need to know who is putting this movie together. Good point. I need to know Good who's putting point. this movie together because if I, because I don't, what I don't want to happen is. I don't want this movie to be successful to the point that Hollywood's like, oh yeah, we need more slave Facts. movies. Facts. Facts. That's my issue. And I think- Because that is a way that that could go. It could yeah. go two ways. It could say, oh, we need to do more films about black historical figures. That's a possibility. Would be that would be great. Or it could do- yeah, but it's much better to see these niggas get their ass whipped right. for two hours. That's my issue because here's my thing. The difference between now and when I was younger is that when I was younger, there was far less of a variety of movies that could be taken seriously 
yeah, that absolutely. involved or, or or hovered around black people, right? And the a good a good percentage of them were slave movies, right? I think that 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 you should support this because it's about a black historical figure argument is dated because. There are a bunch more movies now that, while all of them are not about black historical figures, they do feature black people and mm-hmm. black stories. Um, in the era where you have directors such as Ava DuVernay and um, uh, Ryan Coogler, I feel like we're good. And Jordan Peele. Like, I feel like we're good on the um the slave movies. We're good on that. Yeah, it's time I feel like it's time to move beyond like a lot of those things because okay, so the conversation itself gets weighted down. Mm-hmm. It gets weighted down because it gets to a point where the narrative begins to hurt us. Yeah. Like when they start talking about reparations. Everybody wants to sit there and plot their flag into the slavery era as if shit was cool afterwards. Right. And that's that's not what it is. And and really to bring that argument forward, I believe more of those movies need to be made yeah. about the shit that happened during the, Parks during the Jim Crow era, during the segregation era. So like, yo, more of those stories need to be done because and, and also maybe they need to be done from a slightly different um vantage point. Yes. Because a lot of the times what it does is it get fo- it gets focused on specific people and they deal with that person's life. But a lot of times they, at least in my opinion, they don't do as well of a job setting the tone for how the rest of the people were living beyond they called them nigger. They yo. Some other shit that's went, that went on. Like, yo, redlining. Yeah. Yo, a lot of the shit- I think Fences did a good job of that. Yeah, facts. Fences facts. did a good job of facts. showing- it was just subtle, but they did a good job of showing how we were living in those times. Yeah, yeah. Like if we get we get we can have more stories like that. That I'm fine with. Um, I'm even fine with um, some of the Jim Crow that is focused on a specific person because we haven't had that as much. Nope. But slave movies, I am done. I am yeah, absolutely yo, I've been actually done. done with them for a while. The only one that got me, um, that actually helped, it changed my favorite Western, yeah. was Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll give, I'll give 12 years Western. of slave props because of Lupita. You know what I'm saying? We got Lupita. Yeah, National Treasure. But she must again, be protected at all she, costs. She's true. Yeah. Right. But, but honestly, like, Django was a Western. That's yeah. what I tell people all the time. I was like, it was it was a Western using a black protagonist. So during this time, it would have been foolish for Quentin Tarantino not oh, yeah. to have the origins in slavery That's a fact. if this movie is going to be at the time. Now some people argue with how far he went with the shit, but I actually yeah. think But if you want to do it, you have to do it. You have to do it. Plus, I think that's what made me chair. For Django even more mm-hmm. because seeing, you know, the, the fuck shit that was happening for him to go out there then and carry on the way he carried on. I'm a fucking around and watch that shit. 
today too. For him to go around and carry on the way he carried on, oh, it added to it. Now, if they do hurry it like that, yeah. See, here's the thing. That's, that's, the, you know that's, that's that is a caveat that I will say, um, right? Because I don't want to make it sound like a contradictory statement. If the, if it's a movie that's done well and and amazing, and the 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 comeuppets of the people is very prevalent, and right. they don't sugarcoat things, and you know that that can be acceptable to. Matter of fact, right. I, I'm 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 planting my flag. That is acceptable for me to watch. I am not right. going to the theaters to watch it. Right. I'm absolutely. I am not going to the theaters to watch another slave movie. Because we know they can't do a Harriet Tubman movie without covering slavery. That's integral. It's, just, it's it how is. you cover it. It's how, it's how they do Yo, I really, listen, I, I, I really feel like her story is, is a triumph. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's actually, absolutely a triumph. But it, it really depends to me on how they do the slavery part because I am really sick of seeing us get our asses whipped. And I feel like there's some. Uh, there's some porn fetish type shit mm. going on Facts. with a lot, a large part of America that like to see that shit, like to see us get fucked up. Yeah. And every time I, I go on Facebook, I see people sharing videos of us getting fucked up, and it's, it's I, I, I really believe it's poisoning our psyche. Yo. Well, quite literally, with the story that we talked about last week with the slave play shit. Yeah, yeah. Quite literally, it was yeah. basically torture porn. It's torture porn, and I, I, I'm, t- I'm, I feel like there's an undervaluing of the black form, mm-hmm. the black body, where it gets to a certain point where you used to seeing it get fucked up, you used to seeing it get beat up, you used to seeing it get uh, arrested, you used to seeing it just get fucked up. I want, excuse me, a whole era of us not getting fucked up. Yeah, a whole era of us presenting us winning. Yeah, facts. Of us, of us getting a little get back. Facts. Economically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and even in, in the perception of how we see each other, yeah. and Harriet doing what she did, I'm at the table, but I, but I really dislike, I really dislike these chucklehead ass niggas that take Sister Harriet as an example to disrespect the rest of the black people that was around back then. Yeah, I really hate that shit, yo. Yeah, because nigga, you wouldn't have did shit. No. Sister Harriet did what she did because she's a fucking hero. Mm-hmm. All motherfuckers ain't heroes. Some no. of you motherfuckers are the cowards that are now pointing your finger 200 years backwards and calling these people that when their circumstances were extremely dire. Just to, and half, to borrow a phrase from ASAP Rocky, you can't relate. Hey, yo, how about that? You can't actually relate that? to that. That you can't. You can have empathy, but you can't relate to that. Nah, because... You got shit. You got options that that these people never had. That's why. That's the other reason I get pissed because I see you motherfuckers now forming your lips to say, "How come the rest of them do like Harriet? Harriet even said if I would have freed more if they knew they were slaves." So, so you're misinterpreting that completely. completely. This is talking about the psychological damage. Right. Stockholm syndrome. Done that time. It was Stockholm syndrome at that time. Stockholm syndrome. Go look the shit up. Yeah. Do your Googles, niggas. It's a real thing. Um, yeah. But just like I said, to, to reiterate, 
I am not watching this movie in theaters. It absolutely not. I'm I am not spending any piece of money to support this movie uh because it is a slave movie. From this point on, I am making that declaration. I am not I am I not. Now, if I if when it comes out later, um and I talk to someone who I trust and I ask them like, you know, what did you think about this movie? Cuz I want to see the movie. Um right. I'm I'm sorry. I said that wrong. I want to see the story. I want to see the right. story. Uh, like I want to see a visualization of the story of Harriet Tubman. Um, so I'll ask someone later if they seen it and if, you know, if it was good and if I watch it and I feel like it wasn't, then I'm going to have to have a serious talk with that person. Um, right. But that's how I'm going to handle this. I just, I, I just can't. I, I, I have no, absolutely no desire. It's not, I'm not, I'm not a person that, doesn't think slavery existed or doesn't think slavery was that bad. So I don't need to be taught about slavery anymore. Yeah. And also you don't, I understand what you're saying. You basically like, look, man, I done seen us get fucked up enough. Yeah, I know. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing us get fucked up. Yeah. I'm tired of that. Some of you motherfuckers is getting off on that shit. Thanks. Some of you motherfuckers is getting off on that torture porn. Yeah, absolutely. And it's ridiculous. And I won't be a party to it. I see a bunch of... I actually saw this debate going on. I didn't grab any screenshots from it, but I was mm. just watching. And um, it, this is one of the sides... This is one of those arguments where both sides have valid points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I'm, I'm not going with logic here. I'm... I'm Strictly, you're going with self care. Yeah, I'm being, I'm get, being you're stubborn. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing us get fucked up. That's yo. it. Like, that shit does something to me. Yeah, it really does. Like yo, over especially over the year, nigga. Before, anybody, listen, I was there when Roots first aired. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was there. Like yo, I watched all of them. I watched Rosewood. Rosewood scarred me. Yeah. Yo, Not even going bullshit you. Rosewood I haven't watched. Me, I haven't yo. watched the entire uh, Twelve Years a Slave yet. Man. And I, I likely never will, right? Um, I, 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 I haven't. Um, the only reason that I watched the entirety of Django is because, like you said, it's it's it is. So we know that it's a triumph story. Yeah, I didn't go into the situation like so. For instance, all right, with Harriet Tubman, we know that it's supposed to be a, tri- tri- a triumph story. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I don't know who's behind it. I don't know who's producing it. You don't know I don't who's know pushing who's, it, right? So yeah. you don't know what direction. So I don't yeah. know what they're going to do with this shit. Also, from the trailers, you look at the if you look at um, take take a, a movie like Django, yeah, which uh, was of course put together by a white dude, yeah, Tarantino. yeah. Take take a take a look at, at that. The way they did the trailers and the presentation, it was that of that of a western, yeah. You know, he got the guns, he got the holster, mm-hmm. get like yo, on a horseback, yo. It was it was the from a western standpoint. I don't get that from this trailer. Yeah. And I understand what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but what it seems to me is as important as this might be, until I find out who is behind it, and that's say that's one thing I'm gonna do after we do uh we wrap up the recording and shit. Yeah. I'm going to look and see who's behind the show, because that's gonna determine a lot of things for me too. But also, because um, some people will say, well, you went and watched Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, he did a Western. Well, a Western. here's what I'll say about the Quentin Tarantino movie. A, he's my favorite director. B, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a slave movie. Um, 
I know why I, you didn't know. I probably should have because they didn't present it, it as such. No, right. It was presented as a Western. Yeah. And I still don't see it as a slave movie. It's not a slave I movie. See, it's a movie I that see, involves slavery. It's a different yo, even even if you if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Even from the choice of music, yeah. the way cinematography way should have shot. Oh no, it's one hundred percent a western. It's this is a western. Yeah. This is a western, but they there's no way they could have did a western with a black protagonist during that time period and not, and not represent slaves. Slave. Yeah. Come on, that that, that should have made um, no sense. But like I said, I had no idea it was it, it, it was a movie about slavery. I had no right. idea, none whatsoever. Right. I just thought because his his movies take place in the parallel universe. So right. um I I legitimately had no idea. When I watched it, um it, it still affected me. Um, of course. It of still course. affected me. But I part of it was easier because I know what had been advertised. Right. Um, this is a Western where he's going to grab a gun and he's going to be doing yeah. some shooting. This is a Western. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew like, that revenge. See, that's the difference. That's the difference. I'm, you know, talking this out made me understand what the difference between the two of these mm-hmm, is for me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman's story, her actual story that I've been told, I know that there is a modicum of revenge involved in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have faith that that will be displayed on the screen. I feel you. I have the only thing I I have faith in as far as this movie is that. There will be a triumph story, yeah. But that's not revenge. Be, you, you feel like I know what you're saying. You're basically saying she's going to be, she's going to escape, yeah. And then she's going to go back, and she's going to free others, yeah. And she's going to have these narrow um, escapes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what you really want to see is like we saw in Django, exactly shooting these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting them the he's fuck out of here, getting them the fuck out of there. Yes, shooting. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be some of that. I'm not saying it's not. I don't. I just don't think that's going to be the immediate focus. The immediate focus is going to be her going back to get these folks about the situation. Yeah. And and incidental, um, a byproduct of that right. is going to be her her having to pull pull the burner and out. And my issue is. I don't know if it's going to be, if they're going to try and shy away from that or not. Right, right. That's right. my issue. Because you know, like, I get a classic example. Back when they did the Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. right? One of the criticisms about the Black Panther movie that I saw at the time from critics, they were saying that they took this um, time period mm-hmm. and it wound up degenerating towards the end of the movie into some action flick. Right, and that was the criticism. Right, I uh, because they felt like it took it took away from um, the historical relevance mm-hmm. of the Black Panther movement. And I'm thinking to avoid any such criticisms, we won't get that part as much because the focus will be on the historic. Which all right, but it's a biopic, yes, not a biography. Right, it's, a, it's an important distinction. It's a huge distinction. There. You know, it's an important distinction there. If I get to see her, you shoot some other, some some racist bigoted motherfuckers. That's fine. I'm good with that. But if that's not going to be the immediate focus, which I don't think it will be, right? I, I really think it'll be more the whole socio political aspect. And then also, I am one of the ones that didn't like the movie Glory. Okay. And if this is going to be like that, where at the end 
Denzel picks up the fucking flag and my, like that shit really bothered me. I understand. Man. Yeah. That shit really bothered yeah. me. Like because of the, the end message. Right. Like not the, the end mess. Like, yo, this was the one that got the shit beat out yeah, of you. This is the reason why you're you know what I mean? And and now he's he's picked the flag up no, and he's running no, with the shit. No. Like, I, I don't, They're I don't, the reason you're here. Yeah, They're the reason like, you just went through what you just went through. Yeah, and it's not it, it's not true to character for you to immediately. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what not, it did? It it, it kind of. Then we on the movie talk. It kind of made me feel that way about the Scorpion King. Yeah, because he was became a champion of the people way too soon mm-hmm. to me. For me, in that movie, not way enough things happened. No, he was an assassin. Right. Now you're like, hey, yeah, nah, too soon. Like, and now you're <laughs> just you're you're with us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What? Whatever. That quick. Yeah. That's the thing. Harriet Tubman was a badass. She was a yo, and I yes. feel like they're going to portray her as a, um less of a renegade. Yeah, yo, that's my that's my other. Then I too, feel like she should be betrayed. As. I guarantee you, my prediction is that they do spend a, a a good amount of time on her being a spy for the Union. For the Union a military during the Civil War, I'm, I'm fairly certain mm-hmm. they're going to spend time with that. And I, this is what I fear: the the Americanization, the 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 whole flag waving. Yeah, I don't want you to soften her. Um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not here for that. Yeah, for, I'm not here for that because we know, we know the real history. Facts like that shit. It did look. I'm not here for her being the patriot. Right. Y'all trying to paint her as a patriot. And now I'm not I'm not here for that. I don't know. But again, I don't know who's behind it. I don't know who behind, who's behind it. So there's that. Right. All right. Now let me tell you something. If Ryan, let me ask you one question. Mm-hmm. If Ryan Kugler, we find out that Ryan Kugler is behind Completely us. different. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah exactly. my everything that exactly. I just said for the last 15 exactly. minutes, ignore it. Exactly. Um exactly. Or, or Ava. Or Ava. Or Ava. Um, exactly. If if either of those two, they're the only two that I can think of off the top of my head that I know that if, right. if if it was revealed that they were directing it, I would go see it. Right. Um I but because nobody else has that track record for me yet. Yeah, facts. Um I can't trust Spike. Um Nah, I can't trust Spike. Not at with all. this. Mm-mm. Not with this. Um Mm-mm. so I mean, it is what it is. Um Let's jump into this quick news. It's quick news. Okay. Let's, let's, let's wrap the fire this quick news out. Um, All right. New Nas album, uh, Lost Tapes 2. Did you check it out? Yeah, it's 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 trash. Um, oh, shit. But but I expect it to be. <laughs> Look, I, I expect it to be. Listen, listen. These are Lost Tapes, yo. No, it's a fact. These, these a fact. are, these are not songs supposed that to be, did yeah. not make... The album. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I, um, I didn't like it. I have not checked it out yet. I I've, I keep hearing uh, dissenting opinions on it. Um, yeah, I think I think this is a case. The people that are dis- dissent from it. I mean, music is always subjective, but yeah. I think the people that have the dissenting views are much like the people that are defending um, uh, ASAP. They they want Nas. To win Allow me to offer from. a counter. Maybe mm-hmm. some of that is just they miss. A certain that sound. sound. It could yeah. be. I, I, yeah, listen. Maybe, you know what? That could be it. And I am probably ill-equipped to look at it from there. Yeah, standpoint. I can't relate because I because I've never stopped listening to that I, sound. I never stopped listening to that sound. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, R. Kelly's crisis manager quits. I said, I said, 
said that the la- the next time I wanted to talk about R. Kelly <laughs> was when the headline read, Singer Robert Sylvester Kelly sentenced to 75 years in jail. And got punched in the mouth on the way to the court. Oh, we know what's going to happen to him. Well, you know what? He'll, he won't be in gym pop. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll so see. so it was an interview with the crisis manager before he quit. And somebody asked him, like, would you be comfortable letting your 20-year-old daughter spend time with um, R. Kelly alone? And before, before the, because you know, um, in the English language, when there is a vowel, then a consonant, and then the letter E, generally that E is silent. Um, That's right. Before, and you know, some people say their N's and M's like N, right? Like two syllables. So before the second syllable of the N, came out of the, 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 the interviewer's mouth. He said, absolutely not. What? No, I would not. And then he was like, well, whoever was asking the question, it was- uh, Are you trying to convince us that this shit was all good? They was like, well, no. They were like, oh, wait, wait. Are you saying that you would? No, I would not. And they're like, wait, wait, wait. Let us get this straight. You would, He said, I would not allow my child around any Body who was accused of these kind of charges. Um, and they asked him again, and he said, I would not allow my child to be around anybody who was accused of these kind of charges. And a couple days later, it came out that he quit. See, here's the thing, though. <laughs> like, at least what I see, what I've seen with that is... Mm-hmm. Like when this question gets asked to lay people that just want to be support, support mm-hmm, all kind mm-hmm. of dogs, what a lot of the shit I see from them makes me feel like their kids need to be taken away from them. Facts. They, like, like, like this doesn't though. Right. Like, I think that 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 was a line. This is and the difference. Like, nah. Exactly. Line. This is the difference between being a father and your job. Yeah. That's yeah. all you saw there. His job yeah. is a crisis manager. Right. What the fuck do you think a crisis is? This 90%, I'm not going to be that specific. I'm not going to say 90. I'm I'm exaggerating. But mm-hmm. of the vast majority of crises are real. Yeah. Like it's not a situation where people are lying on you. Right. Not most of the time. It, right. ex- it, it exists, but not most of the time. In that line of right. work, it's just like a def- defense attorney. In that line of work, you're probably going to work with, with people, people all the time that right. you don't agree with. <laughs> right. It just you is what it is. So right. I don't fault him at all. You got people talking about he was backpedaling when he when he changed his uh, answer from um, when he, when he started saying I wouldn't allow anybody. No, it's not a backpedal. That's him being honest. Anybody would you would you allow anybody that was accused of this? Right, I'm, he's he's like, I don't care. He, basically, I don't know if he said this because I didn't watch the whole video. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I did not watch the whole interview. I just watched that snippet. But right. I'm pretty sure if I, I can translate for the brother, he's saying, uh, "Yeah, I don't know if you did this or not. That's not important. People are saying you did this. You better keep your distance." Right. Very simple to me. Makes sense. I don't understand. Makes sense to me. I don't know. 
people were talking about other shit. I don't know. People are just so cynical for no reason. But anyway, moving Thanks. on. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, new movie out. I did not realize that this was happening. Yeah, we were supposed to actually see it tomorrow, but I don't think we're going to get a chance to. Oh, man. Yeah, you got too much stuff to do. Yeah, that's trash. Uh, I'm going to go see this as soon as I possibly can. Uh, Leo, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, like what? Yeah, you didn't see the trailer. The trailer been all on TV. Nigga, I don't watch TV. Nigga, you watch enough. No, I don't watch TV. (laughs) The only reason I knew about it is because Screen Junkies did a review. That's the only reason I knew that it existed. Like, I knew that he was supposed to have been working on a couple different movies. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But... I didn't know that there was a movie done and about released to theaters already. Yeah, that's, that's the trailer dropped like two, a week, two weeks ago, some shit like that. That I saw. It. Yeah. Like um. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that. I want to. I want to go see that. Want to go check that out. Um. Related news: Quentin Tarantino possibly doing Kill Bill three. How do you feel about that? Um. Well, see. All right. I like Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So I am tentatively here for it. Okay. Meaning, I need to see more what the story's going to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I pretty much know what his approach is, but he always come with some other shit. Thanks. So once I see the trailer, I'll decide if I'm seeing this in the movies or I'll wait. But Kill Bill, it's a lot of years from Kill Bill 2 to Kill Bill 3. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of years in between that. So I don't know how he's coming with that. She killed Bill. I do. I do. I, okay. I know exactly what he's going to do in the event that this gets made. Um, as of right now, let's change his mind. Kill Bill mm-hmm. 3 is going to be about, um, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's going to be about the daughter. It's going to be okay. about, not, not, not necessarily the bride's daughter. No, no, no. You're talking about Vivica's daughter. Vivica's daughter. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about Vivica's daughter getting her revenge for... Basically, seeing her mother. Now, be I might murdered. be there for that. I'm, I'm here for that. One hundred percent. One hundred. One thousand percent. Definitely. And and this is a situation where I don't even care if she wins. Yeah, I don't, I don't care, care if she wins. If Uma Thurman still finds a way to win, that's fine. If 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 the bride's daughter finds a way to win, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just Some, here for the movie. Sometimes. <laughs> It's the journey. <laughs> yeah, it's the journey, yo. It's the journey with it's that. Journey, All right, right. Um, let me see. Avengers Endgame scene cut. Um, so uh, Marvel went ahead and released uh, the deleted scene from Avengers Endgame that happened right after Tony died that basically yeah. had everybody kneeling in respects. Yeah. Sorry, that was my Loki impersonation. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, that, wow, that was <laughs> that was something else. Um, so I know how you feel about it because you said it. God damn it! Yeah, but yeah. tell the people. I didn't know this was gonna. No, I know, I know, I know. Tell the people how you feel about it. <laughs> All right, so um, I feel like they should have kept the scene. See, here's the thing: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those of us that were in for a penny were in for a pound. Oh, so if, so so if you say. You giving us a three hour movie, you know what we said to that, whatever it takes. Yeah. So if you would have added that, they say, oh, it's slow. Now, I do agree with this one thing, reason that I that I that I heard mm-hmm. that the reason they didn't keep it, because there's a part in there where in that same scene where you look off on the far left of the screen, you see Mantis over there, not kind of knowing what to do, and then she to me that's true to type. They they a lot no, of that is, that is kind of comedic. I no, but Mantis is comedic. always lost. 
Yo, yeah, she was raised in isolation. Yeah. So she doesn't understand human interaction. She probably didn't even know quite why they were doing that. Right. To me, it didn't come off as comedic. It came off as true to type as her character. Yes. But that that extra them bowing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give, drop it, giving and take, taking a knee and he died was so King Arthur-ish. Facts. It, yo, it was so like, yo, it added to the emotion to me. Agreed. When I saw that, I went, yeah, yo. A little because bit of awesomeness leaked. This motherfucker here just gave his life yeah. to save the universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. on top of that, this whole thing started with him. Yeah. And he didn't have to because there were other ways technically that it could have been solved. But yeah. all of those other ways may have invited Backfire. potential. Yeah. That's it right. might have invited potential issues. Facts. Captain Marvel was probably strong enough to handle Snap, but how do you get it to her? Before, Before Thanos th- came over there and pulled mm-hmm. your head off. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, it, it's, it's quite a few other things that probably could have been done, but there would probably be more consequences. So, yeah. it was a perfect wrap-up. Now, I will take a counter view, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with everything you said, personally. Right. But I watched the video. I watched this video, and while I don't agree with the uh, point, so they made some points that mm-hmm. are factual, real life, mm-hmm. real life factual, right? Um, but I don't agree with the 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 very base of the points they made. The points mm-hmm. they there some points they made. One of them was it was a bit jarring and um, weird because you see. Like, starting with Captain Marvel, uh-huh. it was like she didn't really know. Like, you don't know Tony, and uh-huh. you are looking around because it seems the way that it was played by Brie, uh-huh. it kind of looked like, oh, I'm doing this because everybody else is doing it. Right. Um, and then I do have a counter for that, though. Go ahead. She she's military. No facts. That's why I was Captain in the military. Marvel. Yes, you do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, listen. I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. With, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. The points that were made, I understand. I, I agree with them in theory. I just don't rock with all of the conclusions. Right. I know what you're saying. So yes, that that I agree with you. She's military. That would be basically the equivalent of falling in line. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, and she respects. The right. idea of dying in service. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Um, so then moving on to the Guardians, she was saying, like, art well, no, it wasn't a she, it was a dude. Um, he was saying all of the Guardians basically, again, didn't know Tony really well, and it looked a bit out of place given character. And I'm like, all right, okay, kinda. I, like I said, again, I agree in theory, in principle, but... Yeah, but I would also say uh, Star-Lord being a part of that whole... Star-Lord is the leader. When Star-Lord, yeah, when Star-Lord kneels, everybody else kneels. Everybody's going to kneel. And also, like, they just had a very emotional thing with mm-hmm. Sandy. Very you know much so. Where they show tribute mm-hmm. to, to... You know what I'm saying? And honestly, like... The understanding of showing tribute yeah. for a fallen uh, soldier, I don't think that's, that's as an alien isolated thing. Yeah. To aliens, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? As as people were thinking, like and, they have whole wars up there. You and Star Lord's still human and still has a concept of how human interaction works. Yeah. So yeah. even even if only through the movies that he watched, but he still has a concept of how human interactions work. So right. But anyway, another thing um, uh, that they said in the video was. And this is the biggest reason why I'm happy that it's not in the movie mm-hmm. is the issue of Black Widow. They were saying oh. that people would have lost their shit if that made it into the movie and Black Widow only got... Yeah, yeah. I can see that. So I'm like... That. And again, it's another situation that. where I don't agree yeah, I don't but either. I still would like that. Is a fact. Yeah, they're right. People would have because people was already talking mm-hmm. shit. Felt like she didn't get enough of a. And I, I'm gonna say this: what I would have enjoyed to see more of a tribute. Yeah, but in the context of the story, yeah. Um, they were still in the midst of having to deal with yes. this situation. Yeah, the mission you know was not saying? accomplished. Yeah, the mission was not. She accomplished. died for a reason. It's not like right. It's not like she happened to die. She exactly. died for a purpose. The purpose has still not been fulfilled. So nah. how do you honor her? You fulfill the purpose. Fulfill you the fucking purpose. You make her death meaningful. Right. So now yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I I I I'm sympathetic to wanting more for Black Widow because I really rock with that character. And I think a lot of people like to talk shit, mm-hmm. but but she was yo, she was probably the baddest ass kicker Facts. on the team. Look at question. Like, I tell you, again, like, up until Endgame, Black Widow was the best fighter. Yo, listen, it's Black Widow, it's, Ca- it's Captain America, and then it's like everybody else yeah. after that. Like, yeah. like, now, when Cap got the hammer, he ascended. Nigga. Because, <laughs> <laughs> <Nigga. laughs> you know, it's the craziest thing. Thor isn't a fighter. It's amazing to see how the the extra fight in Cap came from a time it coincided with right. him getting Mjolnir. Yeah. Because that's yeah. not a that's not a trait of Thor. What being a fighter? Yeah. I disagree. <clears throat> As a fan of the character that has read all of the books, the context, unfortunately a lot of these writers don't include a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But he comes from a warrior race. No, 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 no. I'm talking about hand-to-hand fighting. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking Thor, about martial arts and all fighting is martial arts. Yeah, but Thor's a brawler. All fighting is martial arts. Yeah, okay, technically. You know what I'm Listen, but I'm talking about are, in the framework whole, of the MCU. I understand, yeah. but I'm just saying that's why it, it. A lot of the stuff bothers me about that. Yeah, in yeah. that character because I have whole books. Where he's beating off and brawling leaders yeah. of people with no hammer. Facts, facts, facts. Doing kicks yeah. and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like no, thousands of years of fighting. You know what I mean? Like dude knows how to scrap. No, it's just no, they show it. Right. But I'm just saying in the context of the MCU, we have not seen Thor while out. No, except yeah. for in the first movie. Right. The fir- the first movie where he lost his power. And he had to go through the tent yeah, yeah, and yeah. fight all those agents and shit. He showed us some skill then. And there's a scene they took out of um, Thor 2. Ooh. 
I yeah, think I see there that. was a scene. Yeah, it's a scene they took out of Thor two mm-hmm. where he was throwing down without the hammer, right. and it was like, why y'all take that out? Saying <laughs> <laughs> for a fan, like a fan of the, I mean, it didn't really add anything to the movie, right? Right? But, right? But as a fan of the character, it was, I was just like, a badass why moment. Yo, why did y'all? Yo, why did y'all take that out? <laughs> just fucking them dudes up, like. Why y'all take that out? Word, but, word, word. Yeah. But um, yeah, so movie, until period, so. until Cap received Mjolnir, Black Widow was number one fighter. Yeah. She just that shit he put That shit he put down on Thanos. Oh my God. However brief. Disgusting. Yo, he is beating that ass. Absolutely yo. disgusting. Beating that ass. All right, so we have run into a dilemma. Okay. Um... So, full disclosure for everybody that is listening, because you're family at this point. Uh, we have two more topics to talk about. Yes, we did. And the problems, two problems. Um, this is getting long. Oh, yeah. Um, that's number one. And number two, we have another episode that is not related. Uh that is going to be coming out Wednesday uh, to record. And these topics can't go. They don't really fit. They don't fit on there. Yeah. So, I have a proposal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe we can make this a thing. Okay. I propose that we talk about these two topics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, separately and only upload that to the Facebook page. Yeah, all right. That, that sounds that sounds acceptable. All right. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, this will be this episode will be out on Monday, and uh, depending on how old man Landon's memory and his actions work, uh, this Fast. small clip it eh, not necessarily small, but probably be fifteen minutes at the most, yeah, fifteen like twenty that. minutes or yeah. so. Um, that will be up on the Facebook page either already or relatively soon. Right. So, right. um, the, the the messed up thing is because of how we record this, I won't be able to update you until the week after. Uh, this is why you should follow the Facebook page. Yeah, you really should because there's other content that winds up on there yeah. that you don't get on the uh, uh, any of these other platforms. Plus, let's be honest, uh, anywhere from an hour to two hours. Twice a week, sometimes that's a lot. It's a lot for people. It is. It really so is. So you can you can get more bite sized versions mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. content on the Facebook page. Facts. You know, if you're if you're struggling struggling to keep up with the podcast episodes, then going on the Facebook page is a nice way to get your dose of Black culture geeks. Facts. It just is what it is. All right, uh, let's close this out so we can get to that. <laughs> okay. So I want to, uh, we want to thank everybody. Take the time out to listen to the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your continued participation and attention is what motivates us to continue to do this. That's a fact. Uh, is there anything you're trying to promote this week? Instagram, photos by SPJ. Go check it out or don't. Go check it out. Also, whatever platform you happen to be listening to us on, make sure you do the things to show the people that you like the stuff. Now, I had already told y'all to go get with that Facebook page. 
Yep. That, get, get with the Facebook page. The more the more people that come and like the Facebook page, the more stuff that we'll put on there. It's yep. just very it's, it's similar to how the podcast episodes work. We see that you're listening to the podcast episode. It makes us want to do the podcast right. even more. When we see that more people end up liking the Facebook page, it makes us want to put more stuff on the Facebook page. It's very simple. Very simple. Right. Um that is the best way to get in contact with us as well. You can go ahead and go to any of the posts on there and comment about the posts, or you can go ahead and DM us at the page itself. You can hit right. us up about anything that you want. You want us to talk about a specific thing. You want to talk about one of the topics that we discussed with us. You want to talk about anything. Go ahead and hit us up on there. The other option is you can go ahead and hit us up at blackculturegeeks at gmail.com. That is blackculturegeeks with a Z at gmail.com. And when you finish with all of that, because it's a lot, I understand it's a lot, but it's time for you to relax and let somebody else interact with us. And the best way to do that is to go ahead and share us with them and help us spread our invisible message. And of course, I will be once again promoting the No Skull Duggery EP. Uh-huh. You can find that anywhere digital music is sold, along with the other discography. And I'm also going to put it on this show first. I am currently working on another project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, release, mm-hmm. I do not have a release date yet. In the past, I have um, used Halloween as a release date, and it worked out pretty well. I don't know that I'll still be doing that, but we'll see what happens. Um, also, go check out my Instagram photography page, uh-huh. Revision 999. Mm-hmm, watch mm-hmm, pictures mm-hmm. on there, because that's kind of what we do. We, we take pictures. And, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. you can check out the YouTube channel, the Reaper Legion Network, Um Quite a few videos on there, a couple of a couple of uh, long-running series that I wrapped up a little while ago, wildlife series, science series, got travel series on there. Go check that out. And um, for my man, SPJ, you, I am Tombstone the Dead Man. And for the greater multi-world entertainment family, we are out. Peace. Thanks for listening.